Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladhina istafa khususan ala sayyidi rusuli wa khatamil anbiya wa ala alihi al-askiya wa ashabihi al-atqiya amma ba'd When a person stops focusing on the important lesson of ikhlas and sincerity they easily get caught into the business of showing off where now you're interested in pleasing other people getting their approval this now easily makes this person a target for shaitan to reel them in into being conceited egoistic and arrogant therefore the ulama they say that once a person gets caught into riya which is to show off the next thing shaitan throws at them that they fall into is the trap of ujub which is where a person's ego becomes so big that they keep seeing the good things they do they keep talking about it they're just obsessed with themselves and narcissistic everything is about them and what they've accomplished they can't let things be about other people if someone is talking about how they read quran they will immediately interject and say i read more quran than that or I read a passage better than you did, whatever that means. Or you did dhikr, but my dhikr was amazing too because I had the chance 10 years ago to do it at the Kaaba. Someone's talking about how they went to school and you then have to immediately jump in and talk about how your experience at school was better and the school you went to was better, the subjects you studied were better and the professor you studied with was better than yours. Because now they're in the business of competition and they keep praising themselves. Whether it's their watch, their car, their pen, their house, their sofa, silly things, their glasses. And they're just so full of themselves that their ego is built up further and further and further. This is what we call ujab. Something warned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the downfall of the human being. Because a person that has ujab is full of themselves and forgets about where the blessing actually came from. Their attribution of what they have in life is faulty and it's wrong. If a person has a blessing in life and they're happy of it, yet they properly attribute it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no haraj in this at all, there's nothing wrong with this. But the problem comes when a person keeps boasting and they keep thinking about themselves. And in a world of social media, where everyone is trying to build their own brand. Every Facebook account is about building a brand. Some of us are small businesses where we're just catering to 20, 30 people and we want them to buy into our brand and our self-image. While others are big corporations that they have millions of followers because that's what they're trying to appeal. Everyone's trying to sell something, whether it's a persona or a product. Personalities are gone. Personas have now replaced those human beings. 
There is a persona that an image must be presented in this way when it goes online with the proper cropping and editing and photoshopping to make sure a pristine image of a person is visible to the people. We are consumed by ourselves. Narcissism. We fiend and we you know, feel excited and as if we are on some sort of a drug every time someone clicks a like to our post and a notification pops up. That after someone posts something about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after they post a verse of the Qur'an, they become less interested in the message and more interested in how many people are liking and sharing that post and how many people are commenting on there because that pushes you further along the algorithm increasing the probability of going viral, which is the ultimate goal of every human being in today's unfortunate world. This is narcissism. And once it enters into a person, they can't think of anyone else. And the next step right after this is kibr. Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala points this out. He says it starts off with riyah showing off, and then becomes a person's ego is bloated, ujub, and then from there the next step comes kibr pride and once you reach that third place now you're in the ring with Allah and Allah promises to knock you out cold I will wipe you off the ground Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that the people of Ad they became very arrogant and they said who is stronger than us so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says you fools don't you know that Allah that created you is stronger than you? Yet you are denying the signs of Allah. What happened to those people? A heavy wind came. And Allah punished them for seven nights and eight days. At the end of it all, when that wind passed by, when Allah's punishment was gone, husuman. Destroyed. You saw them like like palm trees that had just fallen over. Just toppled over. Like there was a field just of trees that had been destroyed by the storm that came and knocked them out. Arrogance is something that is not tolerated by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Something that if Allah gives us life and tawfiq, we will cover in the next days inshallah. But today we spend a little bit more time talking about ujub. To praise oneself for a favorable trait or accomplishment without attributing it to the one who gave it to you. This is how Imam Ghazali defines ujum. The Prophet tells us that there are three things that will destroy you. The hadith is narrated by Imam Tabrani. Shuhun muta' Greed that a person gives into. Wahawan muttaba And desires that a person keeps chasing. Wa'i'ajabul mar'i bi nafsihi and for a person to be full of themselves. For a person to be just always into themselves and they're just praising themselves and everything about them makes them happy. If people don't praise them, they get upset. Why didn't that person comment on my hair? Why didn't that person comment on my car? Maybe they're jealous. They came to our house and saw the decorations. Why didn't they say anything? You're not doing it to please other people. You say that you're trying to please other people by decorating your home at the arrival of guests. But in reality, you're just pleasing yourself. And the currency that you wish to be paid back in is praise because an egoistic, narcissistic person just can't get enough praise. They want it more and more and more. And at some point you tell them, buddy, take a break. How about that? 
How about you stop talking about yourself for a moment? I want you to talk for the next 30 minutes and not mention me or I or tell us anything about you. Our lives are good with you. They're good without you. The world is functioning perfectly without your pristine example. So why don't you take a backseat? You're not as important to the existence of this dunya. And this goes to every one of us. If we were removed from the face of this earth, after a few days, people wouldn't even remember where our grave is. It would become unmarked. Wives would marry on, children would move on. Wealth would be distributed, house would be distributed. We would be gone. This arrogance that we have and this thought of ourselves that the world revolves around me, this is faulty. People think that if I don't go to the masjid, the masjid will fail. You're lying. That's not true. This is the deen of Allah. Allah will take care of the deen. It's been working out well for the last 1400 years and probably for however long this dunya will remain. The fact that you have the opportunity to possess wealth, to possess beauty, to possess strength, to have fame, to have a role of leadership is a blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be on your knees thanking Allah for it. Use it the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has endowed you to use it. And don't be arrogant. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala otherwise will make an example of you. Similarly, the Prophet ﷺ, he shares with us in Surah Kahf, the Quran speaks of the story of the two, men, the two individuals who had gardens. They both had gardens, one of them was very full of himself, full of himself. That I have more wealth than you, I have more honor than you, I have more this than you, more than that, more that than you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, that in one kun of Allah, one command of Allah, it was all gone. Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took it all away. An egoistic, narcissistic person forgets that their blessings are all a gift from Allah. Just as he gave it, he can easily take it away. When you get full of your wealth, an ilaj, a simple cure for this ujab, and it applies to any ujab, is to remember that with this wealth comes responsibility. With this wealth comes accountability. With this wealth come tests from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When wealth came to Medina Munawwara from the conquest of, uh, of Faris, of Persia, there was a heap of treasures in Medina Munawwara. It was during the Khilafah of Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anh, he walked around the wealth and he was crying. Sa'ad radiallahu anh said, and one narration of the Rahman radiallahu anh said to him, that, why are you crying, Amir al-Mu'minin? Al-Yawm yawm al-Farah. Today is a day of joy. We're about to be loaded. Once you distribute this, Medina Munawwara will not be poor anymore. Everyone's going to have some good money. So then he said, Inna hadha al-Mal lam yu'tihi Allahu qawman illa alqallahu baynahum al-adawata wal-baghda. That history tells us that wherever wealth goes, animosity and hatred follows it. Two brothers who loved each other growing up together, sleeping on the same bunk bed at the distribution of their father's inheritance will never look at each other's face again because they're both greedy for that money. They both say that we won't talk to each other. Wealth does this to people. That's why they say never go into business with your own family because if you love them, don't bring money into it. The chances of you losing your love and becoming uh, opponents are extremely high. And that relationship is not worth being risked. You leave that aside. Keep family one side, keep your wealth on the other side. Ajab, watch out for this. When a person has wealth and they get full of themselves, let them think for a moment that Rasulullah said to us that the fuqara, those without wealth, 
will go to Jannah years before, a long period before those with wealth go to Jannah. Why is that? They had it hard in the world, but there's no wealth to account for in the hereafter. For those of us who have this wealth, if you think the IRS is tough, there is a possibility, may Allah protect and wave, us, wave, it, wave it from us, all of us, inshaAllah. But Yawmul Hisab was called Yawmul Hisab by Allah. Which means that is your evaluation day. That is the day where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask you for every penny. I mean, who keeps account of pennies? They drop around in our house. We don't care for them. Uh, earlier, the announcement was made, be sure to give your zakatul fitr and zakatul mal. We ignore these things. With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nothing is waived. Remember that with wealth, with beauty, with strength, with opportunity, these are amazing luxuries to have in the world, but each of them comes with a great responsibility. To some degree, there is joy and happiness that you have this blessing, but don't let it to delude you to believe that just because you have wealth, you are successful. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, that the mushrikun of Mecca, they said to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa that if there is a hereafter, if there is a hereafter, I will have more wealth there as well. They were wealthy. So they said, if I have a home in this, house, in this world, I have a beautiful, luxurious you know, villa that I live in. So the fact that I have wealth in this world, in their mind, meant that they would have equal luxury in the hereafter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it very clear that's not how it works. Just because you have it in the world doesn't mean that you'll have it in the hereafter. All these followers that people uh, you know, are hungry over and they're dying for in the world, it's very possible none of them will have any influence on your akhirah. It's not about the number of people that follow you or are part of your life. In reality, it's about the quality of them. For there are some people who are unknown to those in the world, but very well known by those in the heavens. That matters. And then there are people who are known by everyone in the world, but those people collectively, all those millions of followers who may be obsessed with this superstar, movie star, you know, uh, sportsman, musician, all of those millions of people together don't weigh the equivalent of the wing of a fly in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They, they don't mean anything. Their bones mean, existence means nothing to Allah because there is no true value or weight sincerity to these people. It's about the people that you connect with, what value they have. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't be happy and confident in what you do, because that's another extreme. So one extreme is people are egoistic and narcissistic, where they, they're just constantly full of themselves. But on the other hand, you have another extreme, which is that people down-talk themselves. I'm no good. I'm actually nikamma insan, lakir ka fakir, ahkarul khaliqa, balla shay' fil haqiqa. Like all these sort of silly terms that people use to just minimize their existence. This isn't a good thing either. The Prophet ﷺ says, a person should never belittle himself. You shouldn't speak bad about yourself. Or, you know, well, they'll say, you know, uh, some people you'll see, they'll refer to themselves as, and the dog says, referring to themselves in the third person as a dog. This is not how you talk. Be upright, be respectful. If there is something that you've accomplished and there is a need to say it, if you're a physician and they're asking for a physician on the plane and you're like, no, yeah, I don't want to show off. You take your arrogance and put it in your back pocket right now or whatever's cooking in your brain, 
There is a need, get up. Come to the front. There is a need for a hafid in salah. You are hafid, you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to come forward and lead that congregation. In the place where there is no one there to lead, you should come forward. But in that moment as shaitan begins to infect your heart with, with arrogance, you say, this is the fadl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. هَذَا مِنْ فَضْلِ This is the favor of Allah. He is testing me in this moment, whether I am thankful or ungrateful. One easy way to, one easy thing to implement if you want to avoid being caught in this uh, trap of ujum, surround yourself by people who are honest. And give those people a voice. Don't surround yourself by yes-men or those that may be considered inferior to you. People who will just sit there and keep stroking your ego. Bring some people in your life, bring some raghids in your life who will tell you what they believe whether you like it or not. You need those people in your life because their honesty will keep you in check. It'll remind you this is right, this is wrong. Sometimes they may go too far. You forgive each other and move on. But other times, their truth will help you stay in line. This is important for every one of us. Every single one of us. You must surround yourself by people that can be honest with you. That can tell you what it is, as it is, how it is. Right? Every one of us needs those people. Don't surround yourself just by yes men. Mutarif rahimahullah ta'ala said, I prefer to spend the night sleeping. Meaning I didn't do my tahajjud salah. I slept through the night. But I wake up in the morning with regret. That man, I should have, you know, spent some time in tahajjud last night. It's preferred to me, min an abita qa'iman wa usbiha That is preferred to me than for me to stand during the night praying and waking up in the morning full of myself. myself. That you know what, I just killed it last night. I'm going to close with a statement of Ibn Taymiyyah ta'ala which I think is very beautiful because he really captures this issue of riyah, ostentation showing off, and ujub, you know, narcissism, if I'm translating it, that's how I'm translating it today. These two, he catches it very well. He says, the one who has riyah, the one who is in the business of showing off, has not submitted to iyaka na'budu. Because the one that submits to iyaka na'budu, which means you alone we worship, they won't show off. They're only interested in Allah. And the one who gets caught in ujub has not submitted to iyaka nasta'een. Because iyaka nasta'een means you alone we seek help from. And a person is full of themselves when they forget the one who gave it to them, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They stop asking Allah, they stop being connected to Allah. So they've missed the message here, iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'een. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and preserve us. Keep, a humble, keep us humble in our eyes and grant us greatness in the eyes of others. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa